With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tennessee thumps Kentucky. Georgia, number one versus number two on the horizon. It's Chalk Talk. Brought to you by Al's Nest Barbecue. All right, here we go. Please hit that like, subscribe, and share button. I'll tell you more about Owl's Nest Barbecue here momentarily. I'll go ahead and tell you this. It's awesome. Chris, Tennessee was pretty awesome against Kentucky and a game that never really was a game. You and I talked, and you you thought it was pretty much over with the Jawan Mitchell interception that was early in the game. But Kentucky's just not the sort of team that can get behind on the scoreboard, are they? No, they're not. I think that while they can move the football through the air or they've shown an ability to do that this season, I think that's one of the real keys for Tennessee is when they get leads, it makes their defense. They only have to play. They they can eliminate one of the key components of the opposing team's offensive game plan. So if you really know what they're going to do and what they're going to have to do to get back in the game and that's not their strength, uh, you can have a hard time, particularly since – Kentucky's passing game, which they've had success, is play action base. Well, if you get behind a little bit too much, then you can't run the play action as effectively because they're not buying the play action. So, you know, a team like Tennessee can sit back and, and play the pass lanes and not have to worry about the run. Or if they run it, well, go ahead. You're just going to use some time and valuable time and, and clock. So for Kentucky to be successful, they had to go length of the field, score points, and they weren't able to do that effectively. And I thought, again, a key point where they could have cut the game down to seven uh, early enough. They couldn't get it done. That's that's what you've got to do. Get up, Come up big in the red zone, Dave. Come up big on third downs. And you can create turnovers. That's even better. And they did that in the red zone. That was, to me, I thought the, the key point 
turning point if there was one for Tennessee to say, no, no, this is this is our game here. I thought it showed a lot of maturity in how they played overall and how they approached the game. Please hit that like, subscribe, or share button. We would greatly appreciate that. And, Chris, I think uh, people want us to look forward to Georgia, number one versus number two. That doesn't really ever happen in the regular season. Happened a couple of times over the past 20 or so years. But let's get into that. I'll remind you that this Chalk Talk is brought to you by Owl's Nest Barbecue. Owl's Nest Barbecue has the rubs, the sauces, everything you need right there in Ottawa and the Green Mountain Grills that are fantastic. They're awesome. Owl's Nest Barbecue. So, Chris, Georgia, uh, what do you make of them as uh, just give me a big picture perspective compared to what they were last year, which was a generational type of defense? And uh, your thoughts on uh, how they played so far into November this season? Well, they, you know, I think that they're part of their, you know, their struggles when they've struggled in games. It's been a little bit of a, an intensity focus, more reflective of the youth of which they're playing. You know, like, for example, I think Tennessee's got a lot of senior maturity. I think the leadership at Georgia is a little bit more youth oriented. Yeah, you got Stetson Bennett, but like, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the offensive line, the defensive front in particular, a lot of young guys that are getting better and better, and they're really talented, but the consistency is not there. The other thing is a lot of these young guys on the defensive front that played a pivotal part in the rotation last year for Georgia, they're now the key guys, and the guys that are part of that, their rotation now, the backups are not as good. They're still really good. It's going to be the most physical team by far that Tennessee's played all year long. Um, Alabama's not as physical. LSU's not as physical. No, no one else is as physical as Georgia. Um, got a little bit of some, we're going to learn probably by, by Tuesday, certainly about the health. Got a couple of issues on the offensive line that doesn't look too bad. Uh, Amarius um, Mims, maybe an MCL sprain. Didn't seem too concerned about it at the end of the game, but we'll see. Xavier Trust has got a toe that, uh, again, we should learn more about that. But that that's going to be pivotal. Very physical team up front on both sides of the line of scrimmage. They've got a unique and really difficult to defend tight end package. I mean, they played right. at times four of them that are very difficult to handle, and that gives them real added push off the line of scrimmage in the run game. And – if you overplay that, they can beat you in the passing game. So they're very, very good um, in that regard. And then I think everyone's going to want to know how Georgia plays this defensively. Can anybody slow Tennessee down? Nobody's done it thus far this year. Can Georgia do something nobody else has done? How do they do it? Those are the things that I have been studying for really over a week now that I'm excited to, to get more and more into of how Georgia might play it, whether they're going to be successful. And that's what I'm, I'm really excited about, but it's not just about separating the offense and defense, Dave. You've known me well enough to know that it all kind of complements and comes together and how they play offense affects how they play defense at any team. And so I think we're going to see a contrast in styles because, I mean, this Georgia team is built differently than Tennessee. They do things differently. It's going to be interesting to see which style wins out. <clears throat> One of the things that you always say that is so true you never stay the same. You get better or you get worse. 
Okay, well, here's a trick question for you, because there have been times I thought Stetson Bennett has gotten significantly better this year. There are times where I thought he's kind of stayed the same, and maybe one or two times I thought he was worse. So where where is he compared to this time last year? Oh, he's better. He's better in terms of just more experience. Now, they also better because of the weapons that they have. They're a better offensive team than they were last year. Now, it doesn't mean that the numbers are always as good or whatever. Last year, they were a little bit more conservative, Dave. I mean, they made big plays vertically off the play-action passing game when when people when they ran the football so well, they moved people's safeties, and Stetson made big throw after big throw deep. But that was based off the, the, the run game success that defensively you had to play it. Now you're seeing a little bit more of an eclectic offense. A lot of motions, a lot of orbit sweeps, a lot of Get you Mr. misaligned defensively. Um, and Stetson is, they will come out at times and they will put it in his hands and he will go and he will kind of take charge more so than they asked him to do last year. Now, with that, you're going to get more yards and more big plays, but you're also going to get more mistakes, which is why I think you're saying, hey, you know, there are times I look at him, he looks better. Times it's not as good. Well, that's why they're a little bit more focused towards pushing the envelope on offense than they were last year, where quite frankly, they look, they, no one's going to beat us unless we beat ourselves. We're going to play to our strength of the team, which is the defense and the running game. And to some degree, they still are defensive focused on their style, but with a lot more offensive explosive capabilities. Yeah. It's, it's a football team that I know you mentioned, Alabama and Florida and that they are more physical but in in some ways I think that those three teams at least talking to Tennessee's players and Jacob Warren and Cooper Mays that you can check out on our YouTube channel I think they're somewhat simplistic in that those are the type of teams because of their talent base and correct me if I'm wrong Chris that are basically going to line up and it's not going to be real gimmicky it's going to be and I'm talking specifically Tennessee's offense against opposing defenses, it's going to be, can you beat us? That, to me, sounds like a lot of matchup man coverage. Do you think you see a lot of that based off what you've seen out of Georgia so far this year? Well, Georgia plays um, pattern match, which is they play zone coverage, but just just like Alabama, I mean, they don't play it like – I mean, they, they run the same style – but they're a little better at it, right? Certainly this year they are, and and I think they've been better for a couple of years production-wise in Alabama, but it's the same scheme. Pattern matches, you play zone coverage, but once patterns come into your zone, it's man coverage within that area, within that zone. So they're, they're just, you know, it looks a lot like man, uh, but it is zone, and so uh, that is the key is eye discipline. And that's the first thing on my list that I've been studying is how disciplined would Georgia be relative to what Alabama was? Uh, and, and part of the big problem that, that Tennessee causes defensive defenses is, you know, they create a lot of illusions and they, with tempo, they get you biting on the run. I mean, it, it's, it is an offense for Tennessee that's, it's basically, it's an option offense. They're optioning <clears throat> off of where it's numbers. It's a numbers game. So simply, if you're going to come in and the safety comes down, defend the run, then they'll they'll run, 
reason why Jalen Hyatt's getting free so much is because he's getting one-on-ones and, you know, doesn't have a safety over the top to help because they're coming to defend the run. And if you don't defend, if you stay back, you know, we'll run the football. You know, so they, they with tempo, um, it, it tests your discipline. It tests your ability to adjust. I'm curious to see what this Georgia team will do, um, how they'll do it. I know I think what they're going to do schematically, but it's about how they execute, how patient they are. Um, how Parcells used to always say, don't take the cheese. Don't, you know, take, that yeah. was his saying. It's just, just, you know, I'm curious to see if they will bite on it. Um, the, the big reason why, and I'm curious to see if they'll play it a little differently. One of the other big reasons Jalen Hyatt is getting a lot of success is they're matching him up against safeties and, you know, nickel corners that are not as effective. Um, and so a lot of big plays. I mean, you know, DeMarco Hellams from Alabama is a really great player. He's an in-the-box player that's not as effective in coverage. And they isolated him a lot. And they just got beat, got beat, got beat, because he's coming in and do what he does best. You've got to be able to get pressure. So I think it comes down to, to me, how's Georgia going to bring their pressure package? I mean, I, 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 to me, if it were me, I'd be blitz heavy. I would, I would attack the mesh point. So basically, it's a numbers game, as I explained for Tennessee. You know, what I would do is attack the mesh point, make them decide quicker than they want to whether they're going to throw it or run it. And, and I would lean back and I would make them go underneath, but make them go underneath under a lot of pressure. And that force Hendon Hooker have to throw it with guys in his face and throw it underneath where he's not as comfortable over the middle. That's what I would do. But it's one thing. It's not like, you know, it's easy to design up on the board. You got to execute it. Can you do that? No one's been able to get good pass rush pressure on it. And you've heard me talk about that the untold story or the not told enough story about Tennessee's offensive success has been their pass protection and how effective it's been. That's not allowed anybody to generate pressure because the way you kind of break and penetrate this defense is you just hit them with pressure and you get in his face and then you're not going to be able to get those deep balls out as effective. You set your feet and throw it, and you've got the right numbers. I mean, that's that's not a very difficult throw, and particularly for Hendon. And, you know, that's 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 where you get the big plays. You can't get beat on the big plays. Georgia can't, just like anybody else. They would have the same amount of trouble, I think, if they got down 17 points. And, you know, that's a difficult for anybody to overcome. They're better at doing – at being able to overcome that than some others, but probably not good enough to beat this Tennessee team. So can they eliminate the limit, the big plays, I should say, and can they put pressure on them? And then that's the answer to what Tennessee's got to be able to do. Can the pass protection hold up? Can you be good enough in blitz pickup? I don't think people have done enough of the blitz package against Tennessee. That's, and I think you got to test that because now you got more guys and they can block, can Hooker get it out quick enough? If you get it out quick enough, is he going to get it accurate? See, that's what I think you need to do against him. I don't think you need to stand back and play just coverage. I think you got to force the issue a little bit more. And I'm curious to see if Kirby um, and the staff's going to do that defensively. Interesting. That will be. And and <clears throat> to clarify, when you when you talk about mesh point, 
that's an optional look at so whether or not he's going to hand it or pull it. Correct. Yeah. So at that point, when he's got to put the ball in the belly of the back, if you got a defender there forcing the issue, you don't have as much time to read and to make the decision of, you know, pulling it out or keeping it in. So that's, that becomes issue edge pressure collapsing that that's what thought Alabama might have some success doing. They did not. I was wondering if Kentucky could do it a little bit, really could not. And again, I think that's a lot of credit go to Tennessee's press protection holding up. That's going to have to be key again. That's what's worked. Um, but it, I don't think it's look to me. This is not a this is a no brainer comment. This is the toughest matchup by far for Tennessee, right? Because you're playing on the road and you're playing the team that has the most talent. You can look at Alabama and say Alabama has you know overall as much talent as Georgia. Um, some areas Georgia's are better. Some areas, Alabama's a little bit better, but uh, overall, and you're doing it on the road. And so, you know, those are the type of thing. It's not like they, they made big plays against Bama, but they also, not like they dominated Alabama, like they've dominated everybody else. So I'm curious to see uh, this Tennessee team is getting better. I think this Georgia team is getting better. Although at times their offense looks like it goes into a low gear because they kind of, protect leads is more than than say Tennessee's always in that high gear you know trying to score more you know Georgia will throttle it down play smart wear the game down so I'm curious to see how that offense how they play it ideally they'd want to play it with a little bit more um slower pace but still score but if they have to get in the shootout, I think they show that they can do that pretty effectively because they score in, in spurts as well. So I think the style is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. Should be good. He's Chris Landry. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Owl's Nest Barbecue is your home for barbecue su- supplies right there in Ottawa, whether it's the pellets, maybe you want the wood chips, the sauces, the rubs, the Green Mountain Grills are awesome. They've got it all. Uh, Owl's Nest Barbecue right there in Ottawa. Check them out and tell them Off the Hook Sports sent you. For Chris Landry, I'm Dave Hooker. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.